0: And I'm Stanley Wiggins.
1: And this is Black Hipster. Hipster, Where we talk about black pop culture.
0: Gay pop culture.
1: Black gay pop culture. And and sometimes sometimes other other shit. shit. (laughs) We were a
0: little (laughs) off on that other shit this week. Oh God, we're (laughs) like working on it. We're working on it. But we give them something different every time. It was like a
1: kung fu movie. It was like the sound came and then the um...
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: wait, hang on. Hang on, hang on. All right, boo. Yes. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so we got to talk about Nipsey Hustle.
0: Yes, we do. <laughs> you,
1: you, you're like not aware we're about to start recording yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I knew that you meant to be going, but I was like, I thought we were going to do the intro. Oh, no, 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 no. That intro was fine. I mean, I was I'm going really, to edit that in. Yeah, no, that's fine. Sorry, okay. folks. We took a quick
1: quick break, and it, st- it, it threw Stendrick off tremendously. No, like, yes, we recorded, break. baby. Okay, good, yeah, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have to talk about Nipsey Hustle because mm-hmm. obviously this happened, and we had already recorded an episode yes. that we published on Wednesday, mm-hmm. but we can't go without acknowledging this just because... Obviously, the hip hop community has been rocked, yeah. and you know, a, a large part of the black community has been rocked. I know there are a lot of people that did not know who Nipsey Hussle was exactly. yeah. you have called him Nipsey Russell, yes, because of, yeah, <laughs> I did on a not number of occasions,
0: who he was. Yes. yes,
1: yes, yes. Um, and I'll admit, like, I was never like a, a Nipsey Hussle fan, mm-hmm. like, oh, I had to go out and get his music and mm-hmm. that kind of thing, but I know who Nipsey Hussle, yeah, who he was um and i didn't know him and lauren london had done that whole spread in gq and i
0: i saw that and actually funny thing is i did see that, that.
1: i did not know I didn't, I didn't know they mean, had a
0: kid I, I, yeah i didn't know any of this because <laughs> she has a kid with Lil, Lil way okay, yes. okay yes i was thinking yes i, I love lauren london yeah she's adorable. she is my yes, woman she's crush adorable. She's every beautiful day girl. i love her yes. she's gorgeous and i knew her and i seen the spread in gq and thinking it was a cute spread but i was right. like I thought it was just odd, because I thought she was just... I didn't know who he was. Right. So I was like, oh, maybe she's just doing like... No, I didn't know they were that together. That was
1: more, yeah.
0: more fueled by him. It was also GQ. Yes. So, you know, Well, yeah, I figured the focus I figure on he the was something... But I just didn't know who he was, and I didn't care. I didn't read the article attached to it or something. You just looked at the photos. I just looked at the photos. They were cute photos. Yeah, yeah and I really thought, since I didn't know who he was, I thought, okay, well, he's probably someone who's working behind the scenes, and he knows Lauren London, and... You know, she's like, she's a beautiful woman. So that's why they put her in the spread. I had Why
1: no... would GQ do a spread about some rando
0: behind the scenes and Lauren London? Well, no, no, no. Well, they do not rando behind the scenes, but maybe he was doing something um, like they have a lot of these independent clothing brands. That are coming out and all these things. You mean streetwear brands. Yeah, clothing brands. Well, streetwear brands, yes. And all that. So I thought maybe he was in that. That's where he Mm -hmm. was coming from. I didn't know. I mean, you're
1: not completely wrong. MC Hussle had a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, he had a lot going on. He was doing a lot of community activism. Which has sparked a lot of um, these conspiracy theories about Mm -hmm. his murder. So we have been speaking about this extensively since like (laughs) Tuesday. And... One of the conspiracies was that he had this documentary coming out about Dr. Nebby, the guy mm-hmm. who has this whole um what's the 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 name of the diet? I'm forgetting the name of the diet, but alkaline is like the alkaline diet. Mm-hmm. So when people are sick, they need to change their diet, which you know I'm always an advocate for. I yeah. always say that. I'm mm-hmm. just like, if you get sick, go raw foods. Go yeah. raw foods diet. Yeah. Like I mean we probably should be doing that even before we get sick. Yeah, <laughs> and, a lot of and yeah. not eating like so much red meat and all that stuff. But, and that basically, you know, Dr. Nebby was doing this and helping black people rid themselves of diseases. And um, when he died at 82 some years ago, I guess, it was, what, I, what I'm, I'm hearing in a little bit that I've read was that it was supposed to be um, helping black people get rid of AIDS mm-hmm. and HIV. And that was a lot of what the conspiracy came from. But they also said, Nipsey Hussle was doing a lot in L.A., because he's from L.A., just community activism. So, like, helping people um, with their businesses, Mm -hmm. like mom-and-pop businesses grow. They say he was supposed to have a meeting with the LAPD and Rock Nation to talk about how they can prevent um, gang violence in L.A., and it was supposed to take place on April 1st, which was the day after he was murdered. Mm. So, that's crazy. So, there's also that, right? It's just basically nipsey Hussle was doing too much for black people mm-hmm. and that the government didn't like it and that they had to take him out so
0: there's a, a lot well <laughs> i mean those theories i mean with like malcolm x and martin luther king and all these people those that that has okay well here's conspiracy and i'm
1: glad you bring that up yeah. so we were discussing this on wednesday and to Al's point, he's like, Nipsey Hussle was not Malcolm X. Like, he was not Martin Luther King level. Mm -hmm. And it's true. It's like, he was just like, I don't think the government, Nipsey Hussle was too small of a potato for them to need to fry. You know what I mean? Like, that his reach wasn't as broad. Mm -hmm. That he wasn't going to be able to do as much work to damage all the fucked up shit that the government has, like, tried to put in place to to hold black people back, and I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. That it's just like, like you didn't even know who he was. Like yeah. Jasmine said, she didn't know who he was. There are a lot of people of color, even mm-hmm. who didn't even know who he was mm-hmm. um, before this murder. So, it, yeah, it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, there are probably other people who are doing things on a much larger scale that they would be focusing their energies exactly. on. Yeah. Yeah. And then also too this the, the Eric Holder ironically. This guy's name is Eric Holder. Um his um the the suspect Eric Holder he apparently was like I guess an as- aspiring rapper and then there was also talks that maybe that he had tried to do some business with like Nipsey and mm-hmm. that was how that whole like controversy started and then he came back with a gun got to shooting. He shot two other people as well and Nipsey Hustle died. So, so, it was only
0: one shooter. It was, he was the only shooter. Yes,
1: as far as we know. Was as he in a car? Know. I don't know. Mm. if he. Well, well, like, did he shoot out of a car? Yeah, like, no. he shoot out of a car? No, no. I'm pretty sure he got out of his car. He came brandishing his gun. He shot Nipsey. He shot two other people.
0: Who they survived, the two other guys. Yes. yeah, Well,
1: because he probably wasn't trying to shoot them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they probably just got caught in the crossfire. Well, not crossfire. Nipsey wasn't shooting back. But they just were, you know unfortunately
0: probably standing too close his
1: just yeah. on the scene um yeah uh people are crazy, people are really crazy and but and young. then and it's and it, the the thing too is just i always say because originally i heard it was like oh it was over money the, the guy was stealing money and nipsey was like i'm not doing business with you anymore because you're skimming off the top but i was just like there isn't enough money in the world for me to take someone. your life, right? And it's like it's just money. I
0: wonder, was it something? I mean, it could have been money, but maybe that it was his livelihood. Maybe the other, maybe that business. Everything was he felt like I have everything invested in this potential business. This Eric Holder. No, but guy. we don't even know if don't that know actually
1: was. was the case that they mm-hmm. were doing business. As far as I know, that this guy was an aspiring rapper, mm-hmm. and they had words. They said something like he had introduced himself to Nipsey. Um, like just before that, and he was trying to get on a song with some other people that Nipsey knew. He was asking for features and things like that. So, I think there's just mental health. Yeah, is right that like people have mental health issues all up and down this freaking country, and they are not getting the help that they need because we don't place value on... We don't place value on health in general Mm -hmm. in this country and mental health especially takes a Mm -hmm. backseat. And unfortunately, there's just a lot of people walking around here with mental health issues and they turn around, they do crazy stuff and I keep saying... Like Kanye West. I think Kanye West suffers from severe mental health
0: issues. Well, have we known that? Been confirmed? Know that. Yeah. Right.
1: And here's the thing, but I think it's more than the stuff that, that we've heard. Mm-hmm. I think he has other severe mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just like kind of laughing and joking about it. Like, ah, Kanye's crazy. Or shaking their head about it, like, mm, Kanye crazy, or he lost it, or, you know, wake me up when he gets back to doing good music and Mm. stuff like that. And I'm like, but no one's helping him, and he has so many people around him, and no one's helping him. And I said, they're not going to be happy till Kanye West drives
0: his fucking car off of a cliff with his whole family in it. Well, I hope that people, I mean, I don't know, but I hope that he has people around him who are helping him, and maybe... He's not as bad as he is right now, as he could be, because he's he's on medication, he's seeking therapy or whatever maybe treatment. He's getting the help that he needs. I would hope so. I hope so too. Because but I mean, I'm telling you, a the father that's three or four kids, and I think three. Yeah, but I think they're having a fourth child now. I heard. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I well, mean, they have three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I th- I would hope that he's getting the help he needs.
1: I hope so too, because I really think that Kanye is he is so far gone when he's gone that mm. I think he would harm someone. Like, himself, and his family. Kanye would be like, we're going to go out like the greatest family of all time. Mm-hmm. They're always going to talk about us. They're never going to forget the legacy of the West family, that the Kardashian West. And drive them off of a fucking cliff in LA or something. Oh, my God. Like, that type of stuff, that's, that's scary. That's very scary. But a lot of people, they, they don't get that help.
0: Well, the good thing, I think, is that even on... Social media and then the there is sort of like this push to bring to light mm-hmm. a lot of it, it erase a lot of the stigma around mental health you see with a lot of different celebrities who are coming out, and I think that helps bring getting visibility mm-hmm. and especially within communities of color, which traditionally we always we looked at it as oh well, those white people are. You know, this is not for us. And mm-hmm. those those are for very serious reasons. The reason why we do that is not because black people are ignorant. It's like, no, because we were dealing with a lot of stuff where we felt like we had to take care of our own because other people, you couldn't trust them. Oh, there's absolutely. There's some validity, validity to that. There's a lot
1: of validity yeah. to that where, mm-hmm. yeah, where different people just didn't trust the folks who used to enslave them. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would say and the that's resources, legitimate.
0: The resources, too. It's like, well, so and so clearly has a mental problem, but we we. we don't have the resources Mm -hmm. to get him to where he or she to wear that treatment. We can't afford it. Mm -hmm. The white doctors won't see us. You know, it's just like the, the people who are trying to be, you know, it's just this whole cycle. That's just horrible. Right. So I think we're moving outside of that a little bit more. Hopefully.
1: But I think there's still also this idea of like, we already start so far behind the starting line. Mm -hmm. You don't want to add another thing to it. So it's just like, you're already looked at, as lesser than, right? Less mm-hmm. capable of doing the same job, no matter your education levels and all of that. You don't want to throw in something like a mental health issue mm-hmm. because then they're really like, oh, no, mm-mm, no one wants to touch you. Mm-hmm. And I can totally see how that would stop people from wanting to come forward or wanting to say something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also, too, I feel like, not for nothing, but sometimes these, at least the medical terms as we know them, as pedestrians, mm-hmm. They be real brand new. Like, <laughs> yeah. like seriously, when did you start hearing OCD? Yeah. Like, I suffered from OCD since I was like eight. Mm-hmm. But no one was calling it that. Yeah, it so my be- family used to just call me a weirdo. Yeah. I would do certain things and they'd be like, what are you doing, weirdo? Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, I don't know why I do this and I don't know why I have these compulsions. But no one was talking about these things. They weren't diagnosed. ADD. Yeah, ADHD. No what is it? Bipolar. ADD? People who
0: are bipolar. Right. People who are all these things. You didn't. Yeah. And I think that, unfortunately, just that's because medicine, all these things, human beings, we've been experiencing for thousands, thousands of years, not I millions, mean, thousands of years. So there's no. Medicine has the research has to right. catch up with that.
1: Right, that's what it is. The research. Mm-hmm. And it takes years to figure out these yeah. things. But I also think that some of them are new. That some of these Possibly. disorders are new. As like the times change and the way we live our lives change, yeah. we're going to start to to gain and create brand new anxieties that just did not exist in like our great-grandparents' days because they just were not exposed to so many elements
0: all at once. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the fact that like te- like uh, entertainment or mm-hmm. not even just modern television but entertainment when at first when they introduced like the radio and they started introducing TV and all these things and well yeah the internet, when they had
1: like all of three channels yeah I'm pretty sure <laughs> that
0: contributed to people's anxiety and opening up people to the world so they our environment definitely influences how things manifest or how you know they bring out new things in us even just the food we eat you know all these things well yeah it was like Con- everybody's got cancer yeah contribute to that. it's like things. literally I'm like I think everyone's gonna have
1: cancer it's like Someone in in your family is going to die of cancer. Yeah. That's a given now. It's a given. and it's like that was not the case like fifty years ago. But
0: was it though? I mean, was it though? Do we think cancer could have existed all you know back in caveman days or whatever? But we they didn't know what it was. There was no way of knowing. Maybe not at the like at the K-Man rate, odd uh, uh, you know. Maybe not at the rate or as much as it's because we're now more aware, and they they've done studies and they've done research. Who knows how long these things have been around? On what ways they manifested, or what diseases were linked to other diseases? You know, like everyone had measles, and then they gave them vaccinations, and then that caused something within your (laughs) body to mutate, and then now so you don't get
1: measles. But now you have an aneurysm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But
0: it's just like because of that, because of that measles. Like that, that, that measles is a virus, right? Not yeah. only measles measles, but like that virus. Yes, and then those people who are vaccinated, mm-hmm. bam, they started a new thing. And then now that's cancer. I'm like, have, bam! Like yeah. you're so excited about it. Well, yeah, it's who knows how medicine even because there's side effects to everything, and mm-hmm. it's just the human body's so complicated that you it's it's really hard to try to figure out what. Is one thing you know. You and I may Mm -hmm. both have cancer, but you know we have different sleeping patterns. We have different diets. We have different things that stress us out. You know, it's it's so many things that affect how we're going to respond. Not
1: to mention socioeconomic. Exactly. Yeah. Like all of those things come together to create what will be your fate. Essentially. So it's like you got cancer, but you also got a shitty job. You don't make any money. You're gonna die. you're gonna die faster. Yeah. Or or. You got a shitty job and you don't make a lot of money, but you have this really great network of, like, family and friends, and they legit take care of you. So you might be poor... But you're people rich. your yes. people wealthy. Whereas this person has money, but they have no human resources. Mm-hmm. They will probably die faster. Yeah. They will for sure
0: probably yeah. die. Their quality uh, of life, it, yeah. the way you think and the stress and all of that, they may have more stress than you do. And then that right. also puts a strain on your body. Stress is huge. Stress people, is very
1: huge. I don't think people really understand how impactful yeah. stress is on your health and not just like your mental health, but just everything yeah, Definitely, in the way that you really do need to just stop and unplug. Yeah. You need to recharge. Like you do need to get massages and yeah. or go meditate or do whatever it is that calms
0: you and that centers you because Self-care. stress is a mother. It's a killer. It, will
1: really, it really is. Yeah. And it, they, and it, really they talk people. about,
0: it, it's like, I don't know if it's not stress, but they, I'm not getting my facts right. I was reading how, they're like women and men like the number one cause of death among i think men mm-hmm. is like heart attack or something of a certain age yeah and it's, women, it's the same
1: for women i think too yeah, heart disease yeah, it, yeah it's
0: growing up because of things of course like diet but the way that we work and the way that we live our lives, to what you were pointing to right. talking about in America, definitely stress is a huge factor. Because you, you know, we're like, what, how much can you achieve? You want to get the best job. You want to provide for your family, and then it's just like you're working. You want your kids
1: to go to college, so you, you pay. Kids to go, you, you
0: get part of a bribery scheme. Yes, that shit is stressful. <laughs> and to think about all these things you're thinking about to try to. To try to, to to keep up with the Joneses and to even not even just that, just to live your life normally and enjoy that. I mean, yeah, be... I would hope we're not trying to keep up with the Joneses. No, anymore. but I mean I think too, all the, think about all the people now who have anxiety, who are stressed because of social media and then other things with it going on with our country right now. Mm-hmm. That we're here, we're bombarded with all of these horrible things all the time. That affects you. It is just I'm always just like, I want to leave, I wanna go somewhere, <laughs> I wanna plug. It is just so sad to hear i know that affects your health contributes to your stress right and even in small ways that you don't even you aren't aware of every day you think it rolls off your back but you carry that probably day to day well
1: i think that's why i actually the video that you showed me the what's it called i'm a big old freak
0: Uh, oh yes Mm -hmm. i'm
1: just like i'm not here for it i'm not into uh, it the rapper yeah Mm yeah i'm not into it everybody's going crazy over this thing but For me, it's just like, it's just another, it's another twerk video. Mm -hmm. It's another image, again, yet like unrealistic image of women and what women should be doing or how women should be entertaining the world. And I'm just like, I'm not here for it. Yeah. And there's no explanation. Like, I just, that's just my reaction. Because I'm like, I could watch one tomorrow and be like, so here for it. Mm -hmm. So maybe I just don't like the song. I don't know. But I just was completely unentertained by it, and my initial feeling was like, great, here's another fucking video of women with big old butts moving them in ways that most women can't, Mm -hmm. but now will be expected to know. like And it was like, I don't twerk. Mm -hmm. I don't. I'm not doing it. If I know how to twerk, you ain't gonna catch me on no video posting it on social, nothing, Mm -hmm. because I just, I'm not here for it. But it's just like, as a woman, I feel like, it's yeah it's 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 a message to me as well it's it's more than just this person's doing their thing they're having fun, they're entertaining. I get hit with that in a way that's just like, oh, here we go again, because then it's just what what the response is what the 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 reaction is, right, so it's the way that men are gonna respond to it, and that in turn it affects the way that men are going to speak to me, mm-hmm. a regular woman in everyday life, yeah, and it's frustrating that and it's just like that's i can I can't imagine how stressful it must be to be 18, 19, 20 right now mm-hmm. because I'm going to be 36 in like three weeks, mm-hmm. 36. Mm-hmm. I give way less fucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if I were 26, I'm pretty sure I would feel very differently. If I'm 26 and I'm out here and I'm single and these are the images that the men that I'm dating are seeing and then you know I show up and they like, oh, you twerk, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, here we go. Um. So you feel the need to have to do these things and know these things, and God, that's got to be a lot of pressure.
0: Yeah, I think to your point too, because even these people will say, and I, I think it's okay to have fun and to what quote unquote own your sexuality. I think I've talked about this before. It's like when you see the same old thing all the time, you don't see enough messages from different parts. Right. Of, uh, of the story it's like yes we people twerk and they do and they're and they do all these things and they have sex and with sexual beings but then you don't see okay what well, there are just women and men who are just what well, we'll just talk about with women who are not doing those things they don't have big old butts they're just going to the job every day you know they're right. they good in school right you know they're doing those things it's like you don't see enough of those messages and because
1: they're not sexy enough yeah they're not they're not enough. interesting or important
0: enough. And that's and, and it's unfortunate, I think, that sex sells. But it's just where all these celebrity women, when they talk about, I'm owning my sexuality and doing this. And it's just like, well, all the women are doing it You're that. not owning you're it. You're all doing You're that. not really owning you, it because
1: you're selling it to this one, that one, and that one. And they now own it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and to be a part of the conversation, to be, re- quote unquote, relevant, <clears throat> to live in this, you know, Kim Kardashian- Beyonce, all these these worlds, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't ha- I don't know these mm-hmm. women. I don't have anything against them personally, necessarily. I guess because but it's just to be a part of that, you have to compete. It, it, that's what right. it is. You have to compete. So you even if you're like I'm coming with a positive message, I'm doing this. At one point in time, you have sh- taken off your clothes and shown your body, and it's like we're all guilty. I don't want to place the blame all on women at all, but I mm-hmm. think it's just something that needs to be talked about a bit more. Well, the blame isn't just
1: on women because they're not the ones who are are creating. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're perpetuating it because, like you said, they want to be a part of the conversation. And it's unfortunate that it's like, yeah, they can't get any message across unless they infiltrate. Mm -hmm. You know, And the only way to do that is to remove their clothing or take on a certain persona. And it's just, it's really sad because... Like, a lot of these women are just talented. Mm-hmm. But, again, it's just like... No one's going to listen to their music. Or or they, they will, but then it'll be that very, like, niche audience. Niche, exactly. They'll be put into a box of, like, neo-soul mm-hmm. or alternative yeah. and that kind of thing. They won't break that, that pop mold. They're not going again. to be as big a star as Beyoncé or Cardi B. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's, it's really unfortunate. And it's like Cardi B, for example... You can say what you will, but since since she first appeared on Love and Hip Hop that first season, I always said, like, I fucked with Cardi. Because she was funny and she was stupid and mm-hmm. she was entertaining. But I was like, that girl is not dumb. Yes, like, I mean, stupid that, yeah. in a funny way. But I always said, Cardi B is not a stupid girl. Because there were things that she would do and say that I would just be like, no, this is not a dummy that we're mm-hmm. dealing with. She's silly because she's just silly. Mm-hmm. But... Again, like, silly doesn't make you dumb. No. You could even just not even be
0: that book smart and be a very smart person. Yeah, common sense. Right. And know you know how to treat people and just see see things for how they really are, I think.
1: And so, I and I think for her, like, she likes the twerking. She likes the, you know, all that silly stuff. And that's just her being her. Mm -hmm. But it's unfortunate because there are a lot of people who just, you know, it's probably not their thing. Yeah, it could be fun. Like, you with your girlfriends. Y'all hanging out. Y'all being silly. Y'all twerking. But for that to just be such a big part of your job mm-hmm. and your persona and who you are. I wonder at what point does it get old? Mm-hmm. Like at what point does it get tiring? Mm-hmm. Because I remember when Serena Williams tried to do that and that angered me. I was mm-hmm. offended when Beyonce had Serena in her video mm-hmm. dancing because it was like Serena can't twerk. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, is no one else watching this? She looks awful. Mm-hmm. What is happening? Just because you got a big butt doesn't mean you can twerk Mm -hmm. and she clearly can't it was the most struggling struggle twerk (laughs) i've ever seen in my life it was like up there with cynthia bailey Oh god! and i was just like but she shouldn't have been doing it anyway Mm -hmm. serena is a fucking queen Mm -hmm. right like look at all that she
0: has accomplished why is she getting down in the gutter what are you doing and i think and i think that's what it was (laughs) i think they don't see it that way and i can kind of they don't see it as being in the gutter. They see it as probably showcasing and not realizing the larger picture of like, okay, well, she can have fun and she can do all these things and she can be sexy. Right. She can be sexy. She can be an athlete because I think sometimes that's the message, especially coming from Beyonce an and all of those. It's like you can be a singer. You can be a mom. You can be a businesswoman. You can, oh, you know, be very much driven and ambitious, but still sexy. The problem
1: was she wasn't sexy because she
0: was looking struggle-bust. Yes, and and to some people, too. Like, I saw the video, too. It was like they were cutting it a lot. So, obviously, they, you know, they didn't stay on her long. It just seemed like the camera would pan across and Mm -hmm. then they cut across. Because I think they realized they were going to edit this to show her in the best way possible. But it was weird it was weird it was to me. weird i was it like was...
1: serena's a queen why is she dancing around like a video girl she should have been sitting on the throne and beyonce sitting on a throne mm-hmm. like yup two boss ladies right here throwing yeah. like we do mm-hmm. now you dancing around like a video girl i wonder what was the like the extras in tupac's i get around yeah. like
0: you look crazy i wonder what was because the video also was full of females and maybe they were thinking I'm pretty sure they had a messaging, which doesn't always jive because it's like they're thinking this is all female directed. It's mm-hmm. all females in the video. We're going to dance. We're going to be sexy. But it's just like well, a large portion of your audience who's watching is just going to be girls who are going to be influenced by the way your body looks mm-hmm. and what you're selling. But also men are going to be looking at this and they're going to be thinking these girls are sexy. They're beautiful. They're half dressed. They're dancing in leotards. Right. There's definitely going to be that. And that isn't always, I think, the best met the best way to send a message.
1: Well, I'm I'm pretty sure also there's some there was some young girl out there, some young black girl, girl of color, who's an athlete or who plays tennis, who looked up to Serena, who was very saddened and who was like, Damn, she twerking in the video. I thought not my Serena, you know?
0: But there has to be. There has to be, but I also think that there was probably some young girls who were looking at it. Serena also has a certain body and her looks have been very criticized mm-hmm. the way her and I think for some people, it does show that women can have different body types and be considered sexy. I think sometimes that is a good... She, she Maybe she didn't have to be twerking. That's my issue, is that there are so many ways they could have... Sexy could have come across in that she just without walking, her sitting. twerking. Yeah.
1: Like, I just, and then it was like, if you're trying to have her be sexy, don't have her do something that she can't actually do. Yeah. Because now she looks goofy. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look sexy. She looks That's stupid. True. Yeah. And it was just unfortunate because it's like, yeah, if you can't twerk, don't twerk. Like, mm-hmm. in a video. Get a girl mm-hmm. who knows how to twerk to twerk in a video. Yeah, you the body you, double. <laughs> right, but, like, you do something that you do well mm-hmm. and look very sexy doing. Like, in that commercial when her... And Steph Curry are playing table tennis oh, yes. backstage at like Jimmy Fallon. They're on like a late night show. She looked amazing. I yes, thought she did. looked beautiful. She looked sexy. Mm-hmm. And she was whooping his ass. Mm-hmm.
0: That's the way <laughs> and, to do it.
1: And I thought it was, a, it was very clever. The marketing was smart. But I thought she looked amazing mm-hmm. and she was very sexy. Mm-hmm. That, so she that, was still
0: obviously very powerful. And still
1: very powerful, showing off her athleticism. Yeah. So I just... Yeah, it, it really bothered me. Um, I know we went real far left from, but we were talking about stress we and were. like mental health. And yeah. I was just saying, I think it's unfortunate that young people are inundated with all this stuff. That I I can just imagine like how much stress social media causes to be that plugged into it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to. Um, but I do want to make a quick right turn because yeah. we wanted to talk. We were talking about Nipsey Hustle and this AIDS thing. Yeah. And how that was sort of related to this "quote unquote" new cure cure phase. That's not actually a cure cure. phase.
0: Yes, and I think everyone got excited about it because they had apparently they there was this man who was cured. I think they're both. um, I was going to say foreigners. That's horrible. They're both not American. (laughs) They're they're not American. One is. um, I think he lives in London, Mm -hmm. and the other gentleman also lives in London. But I, I think he was not. That's not his origin. He's of another. Culture, I just Mm -hmm. don't know what it is. And um, 12 years ago, that man, the first man, was cured of AIDS, but from bone marrow transplant. Right. And so I think what they're doing is because I I think they both had cancer Mm -hmm. and then they had to have bone marrow transplants, and that's your bone marrow, you know, like makes the red blood cells and all of that. So it completely, so they say, erased the virus. And then they've been living, this one of the first guys been living for 12 years, over 12 years, without. In the virus in his blood mm-hmm. and the second man is also the second man is also showing no signs of it right and then I think people were getting obviously excited because what is what is well, this well also too because I think that the news to some degree sensationalized it it's
1: when pure. you're sitting there you just hear second person curative AIDS. Coming up at 5. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? You're like, what the hell? But they're not giving all the information.
0: Yeah, and that it, it's not... They can't call it a cure. And because there's only two people and they had bone marrow transplants. Right, they and they're an going to give everyone bone marrow... It's just like, yeah, they had cancers. They aren't going to take every person who's living with HIV and give them bone marrow transplants. Right. It, and so I think that's you know, the unfortunate thing because just because when you're hearing it, you get excited and then now they're still, of course, doing research Mm -hmm. on how they can cure HIV and AIDS, but there's no... I don't think... There's no actual cure as of yet. We know
1: Magic Johnson says that he appears to be free of the virus as well. But Magic Johnson is a lot of money. Well, So, which was... That's like that episode of South Park. Mm -hmm. When they were like... In Africa. And they were like, Uh, we found a cure for AIDS. And all the African people got excited. And they were like, it's lots of money. Mm -hmm. And then they got... And they were like, oh. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) But
1: it was like they would, um... They were, um condensing the money and putting it in a syringe oh, and it's yes, easy it in because yes. it was the joke that mm-hmm. Magic Johnson was cured of AIDS I and it was like
0: no one else is going to be cured Magic Johnson's cured because he has lots of money. Yeah, And at that time of course because those drugs drugs are expensive, yeah. and he had access to them, mm-hmm. and he probably had people researching, and he was doing all these trials. And now, of course, they have where you're not you're not cured, but you're undetectable. Right. So it's like the virus, your your T virus. You know, I don't know all of the specific terms, yeah. but your white blood cells are you have a certain count that is very high, so mm-hmm. that the and the blood, um, the virus does not living your blood is undetectable. So that means that it increases, I'm sorry, decreases your mm-hmm. chance of giving it to Someone who you're sex like, say you have sex bareback or whatever bareback, bareback. without a condom, Jeez. you know? Because I'm gay, I mean, you have sex wrong. You're it's your gay. That so is uh, definitely uh, we, like, yeah. we just say unprotected in yeah, the unprotected. heterosexual. I'm like, no, we go raw, Stanley. Bareback. You know, <laughs> God. I never say unprotected. So I never say unprotected. Like, like you have you have raw sex with them. <sighs> Oh yeah, bet, you bed back? <laughs> we literally almost always say unprotected yeah I used, well i'm pretty sure when i'm in around certain people from work, at work i'll say unprotected but around my friends right. bed back y'all raw oh yeah. my Someone god Someone the other day he was like i need to get tested because i just been raw dogging oh raw, raw dog some a people
1: of... will say raw dogging yeah. but i feel like women just say if like if i'm talking to a bunch of my female friends we just will say oh you didn't use
0: protection yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> But I mean, what they're saying is you can have unprotected sex with someone who is HIV positive, but they're mm-hmm. undetectable, right? And the chances of you contracting the virus are very, very low. Right. Yeah,
1: I see the the posters on the subway
0: mm-hmm. around the city all the time. It's yeah, like, I am you undetected, mm, undetected. I'm like, and okay. and of course that's trying to erase some of the stigma because also you can have. They tell people to take um, prep. prep, yeah, which is. Pre Prep seems like it's got a lot of side effects. Well it doesn't for most I mean well I I mean prep is pretty new, so they have issues of like prolonged usage, having issues with like bone density and things like that. Like it's but I mean And do some orange theory. Yeah, it has yes, yes, go work out. (laughs) Yes. It hasn't been um take some supplements. It hasn't been it hasn't been on the market long enough for them to sort of really figure that out. But right now, a lot... Many people are on it. A lot of people are on it. Mm-hmm. And there aren't any strong sort of side effects mm-hmm. showing right now. Who knows what will happen in 20, 30 years. Right. But, I mean, you can take that if, you've, if you're if you with someone who is HIV positive. Mm-hmm. And then if you're with someone and you're not monogamous, like you have multiple partners. And that just means like, okay, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't use condoms because it doesn't protect right. against STDs and all these things. But as far as um, HIV, it you won't, it's like 90%... Um, Effective, yeah and
1: um, do you be, think that people taking it are less likely to use protection?
0: I don't know I do know that like because at one point um like when I was on all the apps or like going all those things using grind or using scrub jacked or whatever it may be, you would see a lot of people saying I'm on prep and then usually for me when I when they said that, That meant, okay, well, then they're up for having unprotected sex. Right. And I know that they're, you know, the different strands, apparently, I don't know exactly how all those details, but I do think it allows people, they feel like, okay, well, we can have unprotected sex because I'm on PrEP and the chances of you getting HIV is very, very low. So I don't know how I feel about that because I think that's a little scary Mm -hmm. because, I mean, you can get rid of most of your STDs, but then why would you even want to deal with that?
1: right it's
0: like but I can I can mean, understand people don't want to have con they don't want to use condoms there's a certain and I think there's a certain if it's with your
1: partner your long term partner then I can understand that but if it's just with a random person you are meeting on an app mm-hmm. that's
0: just not smart for anyone in any case for anyone. use yeah. a condom it's so but a lot easy of, to just use a goddamn. condom I think I, I don't know where it's coming from honestly I think you know I don't know if it's coming from like sort of the not that's the porn community where like People who are watching bareback porn and like mm-hmm. raw sex—that has gone up, and that's very sort of appealing to people. It does, it does seem a little—I don't want to say unreason—it's it, a little bit scary for me. Like I've never met—I've dated guys who have been HIV positive, mm-hmm. and 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 been intimate with them, and all of those things, knowing that they were HIV positive. Right. And but I don't think I—it would take a lot for me, even if they were undetectable, to have. Unprotected, excessive, Absolutely. unprotected, them. Because I also can prep. that it's like, well, I don't know if I want to take a pill every day in order to in order for us to do that. If I'm if I'm in love with you, and then somehow you have a you get the virus, then I can think about that. I'm already with you, but I don't know if I'm able to do that. I still would date someone. Do you think. think that gay men are more accepting of that? Like
1: it's it's more prominent to date someone who's HIV positive in the gay community than. I
0: think it's Anything just else. something, I think maybe just because it's something that the gay, pe- gay community has been living with, AIDS in general, AIDS mm-hmm. and HIV in general, for such a longer period of time. So I think in that community, there are more people probably who date people who, you know, one's negative and one's positive. I think that exists just because they've been living with that for such a long time. I don't know if it's necessary, and that's why... A lot of straight people a lot of AIDS. A lot of straight oh, people HIV. too. HIV. HIV, but I think it's something that seems to be much more focused on mm-hmm. and, and within the gay community and then the AIDS epidemic and the I that happened and it was, it, it definitely affected them. So I think they've had to deal with that a lot more mm-hmm. having partners who are positive and one not being positive. But do you think you would date someone who, who I know I would not. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I think that's like, hard. if I met someone, we're on a date. I, I I doubt he would tell me that on the first day, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just, yeah. If we were going out and he's like, Hey, by the way, I mean, I think that would be a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. because also too, like as a woman, there's there are a lot of other things at stake, and it's just like okay, if I'm gonna have children mm-hmm. with this person, yeah. like let's say we we fall in love, we get married, like. You know, then yes, I would have to take prep for the rest of my life or whatever in order to have children, and all this other stuff. And then what are the risks there? I don't know. I, yeah,
0: I don't know. For me,
1: yeah. yeah, it's like I said, it'd be like smoking. Like smoking's a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. You smoke cigarettes, I I can't date you unless mm-hmm. you quit. Um. So no. I, I, yeah, I, I never would thought not. about
0: that. I don't know if someone like if you were dating a man who was undetectable and then you were on prep. And then you wanted to have a baby? What? Because I know you can get you can get pregnant as if you have HIV and you get pregnant. That doesn't mean your baby will have HIV. They have ways. There's medication that will help with that. But I don't know how it is with the partner who is undetectable.
1: Hmm. Listen, if I met a guy and we were going out, and then and and we maybe were dating for a couple of weeks, and Mm -hmm. then he was like, "I just went to the doctor have cancer." I'd probably leave then too. Like, I'm to be honest. Like, like just because too I'm like,
0: heavy for me. I'm,
1: right. It's like, I'm hitching my wagon to like a dying horse. It's like, yes. listen, I don't well, know what's going to happen. And that's a lot. I don't know you well enough. And I don't, Yeah, I'm not invested in
0: you just yet, and I might really
1: like you, Mm -hmm. but I'll get over that.
0: It's only been a couple weeks. And you know what, And it's because I hear that, and I understand that, and I feel like there's a way, because I I know people who who are positive and who have talked about the experience of sort of there's this stigma, Mm -hmm. and you know, when they're going out with someone, they think, I like this person, but then I have to tell them that I'm positive. And you know I, then it's just like like the rejection. I, there were other guys or men women that I dated and now I have to tell them that I think you should I'm, tell them
1: immediately.
0: No no, no, no they, and a lot of them the, the people that I know who who have they they tell the people that me like I know people that I've dated. Mm-hmm. they tell me like on the first day, some people will tell me like a week or two after after we start dating and they also reveal that information very, very soon. Mm-hmm. But for them it's kind of like, I can understand that it gets to a point where the constant rejection, they feel like, oh, I'm meeting this person, I like him, and then I'm meeting the next person, and they don't want to accept me. And then they, and then I, because the only thing I can say is, listen, there are people who will. I'm one of those right. who will date you. It's just like, it's not that person's fault you're that they don't. For. Yeah, that's what you're looking for. Everyone's not a match for you, or everyone's not going to be one of your matches. It doesn't mean that there are not people out there who are not going to be willing to, to deal with your situation because let's be you know, honest right. it's, it's, like, it's like how you
1: can't hide that you have kids yeah you can't be six months into the relationship and then be like hey I got three kids mm-hmm. like you kind of need to tell somebody that by the second date oh my because the first date it's like we don't know each other I don't need to tell you any of my mm-hmm. business all I, I need to know is your name Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that you're not going to chop me up into a bunch of millions I agree. of pieces for the night's over. Mm-hmm. But by the second date, and then you're figuring out, okay, I like this person, and then I do want to see them again, and they want to see me again, I should tell
0: them about this very important thing that's a huge part of my life that cannot be ignored. The funny thing is when you said that, I was thinking, I would date someone who was HIV positive before but I would date someone who they had kids.
1: kids. I'm like, oh no, I'm okay.
0: Don't <laughs> mind the AIDS, but I fucking hate kids. Yeah, it's like no, no, like, oh, goddamn of the kids.
1: kids, they're the worst. And we can talk. Yeah, we can talk. <laughs> That's funny. You should be like, You sure it's not AIDS? Yeah, like maybe? I really like you. Please tell me it's, it's AIDS and
0: not a kid. Yeah, or like, HIV. Please. Yeah. HIV. Oh, I know. I keep saying yeah.
1: AIDS. Like people just like come out of the gate with like full blown mm. AIDS. Some people do. Um most people
0: don't. I was asking you too, like, do you, when you go to the doctor, mm-hmm. whether it be the gynecologist or your regular That's PCP, the only
1: doctor I go to. Well, yeah, but I guess, if, I
0: do they do, they, do you, you feel like they doctors, ask really. you for, like, do they prompt you to get tested? Have you been tested? Have you, do they do that? Was, no no they don't
1: i'm usually i'm very much like when i go to the gyn i'm like throw everything in i'm not paying for these labs <laughs> and um yeah so then they they test everything but yeah they i feel like they don't i feel like i'm usually the one who says it but i feel like once in the blue they might ask but typically not when, really
0: when do you know when you first when you had your first hiv test was it you saying i want this Or probably the doctor right I don't
1: know probably the doctor Mm -hmm. because it's like the first time you go to a GYN and you are sexually active and then they asking y'all like you're a little bit sheepish about it Mm -hmm. like yeah I'm doing it and then they usually my GYN which was a man by the way Mm -hmm. he was like you want some birth control I was like please And then he was like, we'll test for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, well, you're like, you know, however old, whether you're 16, 17, or you're 19, 20. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're like young,
0: the, up, I think up. the Hold on, hold on. Sorry to interrupt knows, you. You said 16, 16 to 20. So is that the age we are telling people that they should lose their rigidity? before up. Over- I'm saying I think that's
1: more typical in the United States <laughs> yes, if, yes. I'm, if my research is correct. Yeah. Yes. Um And then I think the doctor is definitely going to be... Um, It's going to guide you a little more because you're young Mm -hmm. versus if you're like 36 Mm -hmm. and it's just like, well, you've been doing this a while. You know whether or not you need to get tested. You can ask for one, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if it's your doctor that you've been going to for a while. Mm -hmm. Then they're not going to ask you if you want all this stuff because they're just like, well, you've been coming in for a while. So if you want an AIDS test, you should ask me for it. Like it's the same like a pregnancy test. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't, you wouldn't ask for pregnancy tests unless you thought you might be pregnant. Mm-hmm. So you typically don't ask for an AIDS test unless you think you might have contract or something. You know, like, if you if you know you've been out here being wild and just popping off with no protection. Yes,
0: then you need to get checked. And yes. that's
1: my definition of being wild, by the way. It's just no protection. Um, I, well, then, yeah, then that's, that's when you wild. might be like, yeah, yeah, just throw all the tests in. <laughs> um, even if it's, like, with a significant other, a long-term, long-term relationship... I would still ask if I'm I'm married, my husband and I are definitely not using protection. Every time I go to GYN I'm gonna get tested. Oh okay. absolutely. That's a
0: good point. That's oh a good absolutely. Point. So how, Listen, how, let's be real. That I like that because I think, you know, I went to my doctor, I just saw him recently and he he asked me, he said, are you and your fiance monogamous? And I was like, yes. And I was like, well, he just had an Aces." And he, he said to me, my doctor, which, you know, maybe he's like, well, there's, I mean, if you guys are being monogamous with another and you feel like there's trust. there's no reason to get one. And I was like, yeah, but we just want to just, You know, just keep a break. Stay on top of it. Yeah, I would have been like, Doctor, let's do this. I don't need to explain (laughs) shit to you. I said, do the test. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because I mean, I didn't. I'm probably. I didn't get the test. Oh, I should call him and say I want to get the test. But I know Josh just got his test and it came back negative. And I know I haven't been sleeping with anyone else.
1: Listen, so, my aunt contracted full-blown AIDS from mm-hmm. her husband. So yeah, you can't trust. You need to do from her husband of I don't know how many decades
0: mm-hmm. with
1: which she had five children, and so what and do she you,
0: died very quickly after. And do you feel like that's just coming for you? Not I don't want to. i don't say this: Listen, not completely trusting someone, no. or just saying listen. No, that situation am, don't have nothing to do with me. No, 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 not you. Not, not, not her situation. I'm just saying you getting that AIDS test. For me, I feel like that's coming from a place of I have to take complete ownership over my health and my self care. It has nothing to do with that other person because I have to. Because who knows what will happen? People make mistakes. It's not about I don't trust you. It's just like listen, I have to make sure I'm on top of things because I don't want to be caught there, caught out there. So I'm making sure, even though I've been with you for three, five, ten years, every now and then I'm getting an AIDS test. I'm checking myself for STDs. I'm doing all these things necessary because who knows what can happen. Like
1: I said. I'm, if I'm not paying for the labs and I'm about to get some tests done, why wouldn't I just run everything? But knowing is always better than not knowing, even if you think you know. I told you I went to the doctor and um, she was like, oh, do you want to do a pregnancy test? And I was like, no, mm-hmm. I don't need a pregnancy test. Like, I know I'm not pregnant. But as soon as she said that, I was like, where am I? <laughs> like, And I was like... I know I'm not pregnant. Yes. yes. But, like, everything pointed, yeah, pointed she's like, to like, I'm no. on my
0: period right now. Right.
1: Why should I? <laughs> <laughs> should I? <laughs> but the moment she said it, and then, so we did it, and then she, oh, no, what happened was we did it. They had to do it. And then she was like, You don't want to know the results. And then I was like, Should I want to know the results? And then I was like, What if I'm pregnant? And it was like, Bitch, you're not pregnant. Hold on, hold on. I knew I wasn't pregnant, but the moment she brought up any, like, doubt, I was mm-hmm. like, I should know. I should know for sure. I'm going to wait for the results. And it was like, I waited an extra 10 minutes at the doctor's office just for her to be like, yeah, girl, you're not pregnant. And I'm like, but I knew that.
0: I guess. So that's what they do. Like if they say you want to take a pregnancy test in the gyno office, it's usually just the test that comes back soon. Like the pee, you know, the peeing on the stick kind of test. Um. Yeah, they do a blood test. But is the blood test automatic? Like, I mean, can you tell it, do they have to send that out? In the goddamn lab at the doctor's office, I don't know how they do that. No, no, I, I would assume I knew. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, how the I know. HIV HIV you do.
1: You, 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 they can do a, a piss test, but the blood test is definitely more um absolute. Like, no, no, no.
0: I'm saying like the, the blood go, test is definitive. No, no, I know that. I, what I'm asking you is when you go when the um, doctor asks you, do you want to take the pregnancy test? Is that the pee or the blood one?
1: I told you I don't know if they took they took both my pee and my blood I don't know uh, what they running
0: okay no because then she said you want to wait for the results and you said you waited a couple then I'm pretty
1: sure that the next then test. that was the
0: pee test, pee but test but I wasn't they sure how long no no, no I know blood, I love the blood
1: sh- has to go to the labs
0: I wasn't sure if back. they do that every time like if you say I want to take the pregnancy test they just say we'll just run your blood or do you want Well, the if
1: they test? run your blood, then you're not gonna get that for like a week. No,
0: no, no, I know that. I know that, but I wasn't sure if they say, you want the pregnancy test? And then you get to choose take my blood or let's do the pee first so you know automatically Or we're just going to run your blood. Because I'm like, well, that's weird because do you just go wait a couple of weeks to see if you're pregnant? And what? It no, is? they yeah. tell
1: you like that yeah, okay, moment. Okay. They come back, have... the doctor comes back in the room, well, you're not pregnant,
0: mm-hmm. you're just a whore. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's pretty much how that goes. It's, yeah, it's, it's so interesting. <laughs> I wonder because they, there's a lot, I think, I'll say for myself, I don't know. I don't think it's just because I'm a gay man that I don't know about the female body, like just how women work. Because even at at my office, even at my, sometimes I'll be in situations and women will talk about personal things like periods Mm -hmm. or going through and it always is very private thing. And people, they go, excuse me, I'm so sorry. And I always think I'm living in this world. There are lots of women in this world. Sometimes I think it's okay for me or it's not. I don't want to put shame on it, you know?
1: Yeah, but I don't think it's necessarily that they are sh- they feel shameful. It's like you wouldn't come back to the office and start talking about how you got your balls checked out, right? That's true.
0: That's true. <laughs> and yeah, you're I talking say- about yeah.
1: your private parts That's at true. work. That's, That's true. a little much. That's
0: true, which I don't. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, but we have to wrap up, my dear. Okay, darling. Um, I know we were going to talk about goals and things mm-hmm. which is a little tied into this conversation but again we are going to have to do that at another date oh, yes in the meantime you can follow me at always fashion week on mm-hmm. instagram you can also follow us at black hipster podcast yes. you can follow stanley
0: at standard w
1: and you can also email us email. at black hipster podcast at gmail dot com mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um definitely send us any thoughts any love any hate we're here for all <laughs> and of subscribe. it subscribe and rate us. Plus, anywhere you listen to podcasts, spread the word so folks will know how awesome this show is. Exactly. In the meantime, bye-bye. bye bye.
0: Bye.